Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, a radio show brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We are a company dedicated to providing life-changing nutrition information. My name is Katie Vigasa, and I'm a registered and licensed dietitian. And today we are going to talk about a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. And the show is all about nutrition and pregnancy. And we're really going to talk about everything from preconception to being pregnant to postpartum and really what how our nutrition affects that. So if you have any women who are wanting to get pregnant, uh, who are pregnant, and even those who have already had their precious babies, why don't you tell them to tune into this show? It's going to be a good conversation. Uh, and I'd really say we have a pretty good group of women here to talk about this subject. So I'm currently pregnant, so I've been doing lots of research <laughs> on how can I stay healthy during my pre- pregnancy, keep my baby healthy. Um, and I'm actually expecting a little baby girl in about a month. So we also have... So exciting. <laughs> so exciting, right? We are so excited. We also have Joanne right out here, and she's a licensed and registered dietitian, and she has a great perspective because she's a grandmother to three grandbabies, right? Yes. Yes, yes. So she's so you're always thinking about how to keep those kids healthy, aren't you? Of course. And then we also have a very special guest, Laurel Riedel, joining us. So she's a nurse midwife, and she's going to share all of her years of experience as a midwife working and counseling moms-to-be. Um, so welcome, ladies. Nice to have you. Thanks for having me. This is going to be yes, a really great show. So Laurel, just to start off, why don't you share a little bit about yourself with the listeners. So, you know, how long have you been a nurse midwife? And did you talk about nutrition with your clients? Absolutely. It's so important. And women are so motivated to learn about how to be healthy because they want to be healthy. They want a healthy baby, healthy family. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in 1987, I finished my master's in nursing, specializing in all of women's health care for healthy women and their families. And Mm -hmm. then I went right to work as a nurse midwife at Hedema County Medical Center. Oh, wow. And I just love taking care of my neighbors. Some I, some women and their babies I see in the grocery store at the corner, whatever. But I also had the priv- have had the privilege of working with women from all over the world and learning about their um, traditions and their special nutritional needs mm-hmm. and the foods they love to eat in their cultures and also realizing we're all the same. When it comes down to it, we all want to have healthy Babies. Healthy babies, right? Yeah. I think it's so cool just That's meeting great. and talking with Laurel. You can just see the passion that you have for this subject. So mm-hmm. I think you're going to just be a great addition to this show. It's really nice to have you. Mm-hmm. That's yes. so great. <laughs> so, Joanne, how old are those grandkids of yours? I have a six-year-old grandson okay. and two granddaughters that are both babies. One-year-old, she just turned one in October, and also a brand new one, seven weeks old. So they keep so you lots of fun. So you get to, I know my mom is so excited yes. for, so for I get to keep them one day a week uh-huh. and more and, when I get a chance. And I'm sure you're, you're always thinking about their nutrition and how to make them as healthy as you can. Absolutely. That's so good. Yeah. As I was saying, my husband and I, we are definitely looking forward to having our precious little baby soon. Um, we were talking before the show. We're due in a month, but that's a very <laughs> flexible term, due date. It sure is. Um, so we'll just see and wait till whenever this little gal decides to show up. So, well, let's get right into it. I want to talk about how important nutrition is from preconception, you know, that point 
uh, before we get pregnant. We also want to talk about how our nutrition affects just the time when we are pregnant. And we even want to talk about, kind of touch on how our nutrition affects us after baby has arrived. So at each point prior to pregnancy, during pregnancy, and after pregnancy, nutrition is key and it's critical to having us have a healthy baby, have a healthy pregnancy, and feel our best. Um, So really, let's kind of start with that time period leading up to getting pregnant, uh, that preconception phase. So, you know, Laurel, what when you were working with women, uh, what are some things you told mom to be about their nutrition? Well, when women are are wanting to get pregnant, I always like to tell them uh, the foods they are eating. Yes, they're very important already. Um, And it's going to impact their pregnancy and their developing baby. And also getting that uterus ready yes. um, to mm-hmm. create a healthy, healthy placenta mm-hmm. and healthy pregnancy. So healthy fats are great. Coconut oil, yes. butter, avocado, olive oils mm-hmm. all help support those healthy hormones mm-hmm. um, for getting good ovulation going and, and that body ready. Um, our home runs need to be like a well-oiled machine for us to even get pregnant. So really what you're saying is even prior to getting pregnant, the nutrients that we have in our body coming from the foods we eat are going to help our body kind of prepare for getting pregnant. Absolutely. So if we've been eating well and we've been eating lots of fats and lots of good proteins and vegetables, we're going to have more nutrient stores to um, give to baby right away, right? Right, absolutely. You want to support that that pregnancy before it happens. I like what you said too. Like our hormones need fats to mm-hmm. be kind of like a well oiled machine. Because I bet you've seen a lot of women who are trying to get pregnant but are having troubles getting pregnant. We certainly, you know, have those women coming mm-hmm. in and and really wanting that pregnancy. Yep. Um, and um, and also women who may be overweight and are having trouble with their cycles. Yeah. If they get uh, start to lose weight, suddenly they get pregnant. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Very quickly. <laughs> yes, so you it's really amazing. want all those healthy fats and healthy proteins. And, of course, all those colorful veggies. Lots and lots of vegetables. Yeah. And, Joanne, we see that too, right? We sure do. We see that in the office where mm-hmm. women are, they're trying to get pregnant or they're preparing for their pregnancy, so they're interested in nutrition counseling just to get right. themselves as healthy as they can yes. and uh, even to get those hormones Running smoothly. Absolutely. So. And we're always talking about getting the fat. Yes. Fat intake up. The we, right kind of fat. The, the healthy, right good. The, the right kind of fat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you were saying, Laurel, butters, coconut oils, right. avocados. Exactly. Yum. Um, you know, again, we have to have the good fats in our diet to support our hormones. And, you know, we're not always just saying this. Um, there's always some interesting research to back it up. So there is research found in the journal Human Reproduction. Uh, It actually followed women, about 18,500 women, uh, ages 25 to 42, Mm -hmm. that were cycling. Um, And it showed that women who ate more than two portions a day of low-fat dairy foods were 85% more likely to be infertile Mm -hmm. because of ovulation problems um, than those who were only eating it like less than once a week. But on the flip side... They found that women who ate full fat dairy foods more than once per day had a 25% reduced risk of infertility compared to those who ate 
full fat dairy foods only once a week. So really what I was gleaning from that research right. is the women who are eating, you know, here it's specifically talking about full fat dairy, but likely those women are eating other full fat foods, not trying right. to, they're not maybe fat phobic as much. Um, it's affecting their fertility. So the fats are helping support fertility and keep our fertility moving. Of course, at Nutritional Absolutely. Weight and Wellness, when we're, <laughs> when we're talking to clients, uh, we encourage organic dairy products. Um, but we also recommend full fat for those who do tolerate the dairy. And of course, we recommend plain not the sugary Plain. sweetened yogurt cup. Full so fat. Sugar's not good for our hormones, right? <laughs> That's right. right. When I have a couple of empty yogurt containers yep. uh, and I'll bring them out and show women and have them read. Yes. And to realize the same number of calories are in the sugary yogurts as in the full fat. Uh-huh. And then you exactly. can just add a little fresh fruit. Yes. Um, right. Or nuts or Yep. Something else to to make it even more healthy. Yes, that's very good. Yeah, we have similar sugar samples that <laughs> yes. show that too in our classes. So we also know that fat is critical for hormone development and fertility. And if we want our hormones and fertility to be working, we can't be fat phobic, as Katie Mm-mm. said. Mm-mm. We need to eat all of those healthy fats to support our hormones and help make us fertile. Yes. Plus they taste good. They do. Um, so that's our, that's our point number one here. Mm-hmm. That's that we want you to be eating those healthy fats. So lots of good fats like butter on your green beans and maybe some coconut oil to roast up your veggies, maybe mm-hmm. avocado and olive oil on your salad and maybe some heavy whipping cream in your coffee. That sounds good. <laughs> and another reason that fat is so important is that many of the healthy nutrients found in fruits and veggies are fat-soluble, meaning they need fat from our food as a carrier so that we can even absorb them and use them. Mm-hmm. That's true. And we know this as nutritionists, and at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we've been giving this message for a long time. But nice to see that the interesting research backed that all up. And there was a study that split the volunteers into two separate groups, and one group ate the salad and fat-free dressing, And then the other with the healthy oils and avocado. And what the study group found was the group that ate fat with the salad absorbed 7 to 18 times more nutrients. That's a lot more nutrients than the the people that ate the salad with fat-free dressing. So, So that's amazing. That's significant. So really what you're saying, Joanne, is those who were choosing to put healthy fats on their salad... Those fats helped them absorb the nutrients, absorb nutrients. Found, found in the vegetables, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's right. So, that is so great. Well, we're going to keep the conversation going before we, uh, after we get back from break, but it is break time. It, it goes so is quick. Break time. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, a show brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. And if you know a mom to be or a mom who recently gave birth, there would be nothing better than making her a warm batch. Of our white chicken chili. That is such I, a good recipe. It is such a good recipe, and I can imagine that would be appreciated. It sure would. Mom is probably tired and would love nothing more than a nice bowl of warm, real food. Plus, you could even make an extra batch for her to stick in the freezer. Mm-hmm. You can find this recipe on our website at weightandwellness.com. So click on the resources tab and then find the recipes button. If you have any questions for us today, give us a call in the studio at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. 
Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. My name is Katie Vigasa. I'm a registered and licensed dietitian, and I have two special guests with, well, one special guest and then my coworker, Joanne <laughs> yes. Rideout, who is, you're also, you're a very special guest. Right? <laughs> Thank you. Um, she's a licensed and registered dietitian as well. And then Laurel Riedel is joining us, and she is a nurse midwife. So we're talking all about pregnancy nutrition, um, and she offers some great tips here. I have some very fun news to share with the listeners. We actually have a brand new nutritional weight and wellness location in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. So it's in the Green Lotus Yoga Center, and it's right off of Mitchell Road. So if you want an exact address, you can find that on our website at weightandwellness.com. And it was actually open for business just this past week, and we already started offering classes. So the Nutrition uh, for Weight Loss class series started up this past Thursday evening. Um, but just stay tuned because we're going to be offering a lot of other classes there. Um, and again, we're going to have, I think we have, we're going to have a couple dietitians, nutritionists out of that office. So if that's mm-hmm. a close location for you, Eden Prairie is open. That's very exciting. It I think. is exciting. Um, hearing clients that are very excited that there's one in Eden Prairie. So, well, before we went to break, we were talking about one of our favorite nutrients, fat, yes. and how we really <laughs> actually need healthy fats for our hormones, for mm-hmm. the development of the baby. Um, but also fat helps us actually utilize and absorb more of the nutrients in our food. So, you know, if we're, uh, if we're eating green beans and we put butter on our green beans, we're going to get more nutrients out of the green beans. Plus, it tastes better. Yes. Which is a bonus. So um, low fat and fat free food, it doesn't make us healthy. So, you know, any other thoughts on pre-pregnancy nutrition, Laurel? Well, it's just really important to remember that when we are growing a baby, the baby actually is taking nutrients from our bodies Mm -hmm. and that we really um, don't want to deplete those um, nutrient stores when we get pregnant. So um, you want to start pre-pregnant if possible or right away. And I bet if we've got lots of nutrient stores and we've been keeping our nutrients up, we'll feel even better after pregnancy. Absolutely. You know, so are there certain foods you would tell uh, the women you've worked with to avoid? Well, at that positive pregnancy test, yeah. I always, you know, women are just like, what do I do? Yep. You know, so excited. Yeah. <laughs> and so I always say if there's one thing um, to start with till we see you at that new OB, stop drinking pop and juice. Ah, yeah. Rule number one. Yes, yes. And some eyes can get pretty big at that Uh point. Of course. Really? Um, And have a piece of fresh fruit instead Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or put a little fresh fruit in your water or or beverage um, to spice it up. But fresh fruit is so much better for our bodies than all that quick sugar. Absolutely. We would agree with that. Absolutely. Definitely. And of course, you want to avoid... You know, your starchy carbohydrates, your, mm-hmm. I, I call them with my clients, your white carbohydrates. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of those white foods, white food, yeah. a lot of the, yeah, the white flowers, cookies, pretzels, yeah. yes. um, right. cereals. Right. And sweet like potatoes rather than but white potatoes. Sure, right. You know, just look at those colors. Bring lots of colors home from the grocery store. I think that's a great point. And well, we know that. I mean... Foods that turn into sugar, you know, like the pretzels and the crackers and the chips and uh, the cookies, et cetera. I mean, those are the right. foods. Sugar depletes our nutrients, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And even what you're saying with, you know, the juices there, even if it's all fruit, it's all, all fruit, it's still way too much sugar for our body to be handling. And it can 
deplete our nutrients. So I think that's a a really important point. You know, speaking about, we're talking about having enough nutrients before we get pregnant. That actually makes me think about having enough of the B vitamin folate in the woman's body reduces the incidence mm-hmm. of a birth defect called spina bifida. Absolutely. So this is a birth defect that I feel like a lot of people have heard about. Um, you know, birth defects of the brain and spine can happen in the first few weeks of pregnancy before the woman even knows she's pregnant. Um, right. This can be happening. So folate, that B vitamin, it's found in leafy green vegetables, some of our favorite mm-hmm. uh, beans, oranges. It's found in asparagus and really a variety of fruits and vegetables. And when we're talking to women, we we do encourage a prenatal um, that has folate right. instead of folic acid, um, just because we do we are finding out that folic acid really is a synthetic form of the B vitamin. And for some women, it's not as usable and absorbable by the body. So if you're taking a prenatal, turn it around. And if it says uh, folic acid, much better to find one with just straight folate. Right. And this is another preconception mm-hmm. right. um, a vitamin to start working on when women go off their birth control pills. Yes. Um, folate levels are really decreased yes. by being on your birth control pill. And I think that's an interesting point that not a lot of women realize. Right. right. Um, that yes. birth control can deplete our, our nutrients, but specifically that folate. Right. So I really encourage women to get off their birth control and have three months mm-hmm. uh, so that their bodies uh, start taking that prenatal vitamin, start taking your fo- <clears throat> folate yes. and uh, get that healthy uterus ready for your baby. Um, so the placenta is going to form first and mm-hmm. that's, that's, you really want a nice cushy home. Yes. And, and then that baby's, um, spinal cord is going to fuse together and you really want those levels up right away. Yeah. That's great. That's a great top point. That's great. And I know when we think about conception and fertility, we're always thinking about the woman, mm-hmm. but men do play half the role in creating a baby. They do. We know that. <laughs> So what the guys are eating will affect fertility as well. And one third of all the fertility cases are related to what's going on with the guys. Yes. So sperm is half the puzzle piece and what men are eating or not eating will influence the health of their sperm. Yeah, that's a really great point. And I think so. Um, Both have to be on board uh, with what they're eating. We know that sperm, we know that they're sensitive to what's called oxidative stress Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so things like vegetable oils, too much sugar, um, can stress and break down the sperm. And when men consume more antioxidant rich foods, they're essentially protecting their sperm and creating healthy sperm. So foods that are rich in protective antioxidants are, <laughs> you guessed it, yes, vegetables, 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 and some fruit, right? Right. So eating lots of vegetables and some fruits are actually a very health protective uh, way uh, for us in many ways. But one of the ways it's protective, it's actually going to keep sperm healthy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Research has found that nutrients like zinc, selenium, Omega-3s are are very important for healthy sperm populations. Absolutely. Right. So would you also encourage the men to be eating healthy too, Laurel? Absolutely. I I bet so. (laughs) So, you know, let's shift gears a little bit. You know, what are some things women who are pregnant, who are currently pregnant, should know about their nutrition? And this is kind of where I've been doing a lot of research too because I am in that phase. Um, So what should women who are pregnant know about their nutrition? 
I know as a grandma, I always tried to give some good nutrition information to my daughter-in-law during her pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And I bet most people can guess we need lots and lots of nutrients in our body to grow a baby. But again, it's backed up by some interesting research. Yes. And this research is found in the Human Reproduction Journal. And I was talking... And was talking about how low iron stores early in pregnancy can actually create an increased risk of lower birth weight. So they determined low iron scores by having a ferritin level of less than 12. Yes. And that's just one example of how low nutrients in our bodies during pregnancy can affect the baby. So this research says low iron can cause an increased risk of a low birth weight baby. And so this is, again, early on in Pregnancy, right. so we're going back to that point of having our nutrients, like our iron stores up prior to getting pregnant, prior. will affect yep. the baby right away. Very important. So if you're planning on getting pregnant or are already pregnant, you can request your midwife or doctor run a ferritin test. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ferritin is a storage form of iron, and, and it can drop before your hemoglobin drops. If it's low, it, you know, you do want to look at how to increase your iron intake. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm really thankful the facility I'm receiving prenatal care at, uh, they checked my ferritin levels a couple times during my pregnancy. So in the later stages of my pregnancy, my levels actually dropped off quite a bit. Uh, So at that point, I knew I needed to take some more iron because my baby was using up a lot of my iron stores to grow. So uh, at the same point, though, my hemoglobin levels were great. So just I think that's a good point for people to remember. Ferritin is a really good indicator Um, of what your iron stores are doing and if they're starting to drop off. That's right. I actually remember craving red meat when I was pregnant. Which Many years ago. Yes, (laughs) which makes sense. I think our bodies are so smart. Oh, absolutely. We crave, you know, craving the red meat. Why would you be craving the red meat? Of course, because I need iron. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So I think it's time for a break and then we'll kind of keep keep this conversation, conversation going when we get back here. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, a show brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. And I wanted to mention a couple classes coming up that would be great for you and a friend or family member to take. We are offering Gut Reaction, Restore Digestive Health Through Nutrition. That class is being held on Wednesday, November 18th at Maple Grove High School. And if you're someone who you know has digestive issues, this would be the class to take. So I also wanted to remind you that our next weight and wellness and nutrition for weight loss class series will be starting up in January. Classes aren't quite open on the computer yet, just so you know that. (laughs) But um, be thinking about that in your calendar and soon we'll be able to take registrations for that. So we know people like to get their nutrition and health in check once the New Year's arrives. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if you have questions for us today, give us a call in the studio at 651-641-1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. My name is Katie Vegasan. I'm a licensed and registered dietitian with Nutritional Weight and Wellness. You know, we recently started carrying a prenatal, uh, prenatal multivitamin that I just love. So it's called Prenatal Complete with DHA, and I believe it's by Orthomolecular. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple of reasons is it's something that I actually recommend to my clients and that I take personally is that it contains methylfolate instead of folic acid. So methylfolate is a more usable form of folate, and it's really just a better form than folic acid. People um, can absorb it much better. It also contains DHA, which is 
a fatty acid that helps babies' brain and eyes develop. And it also has a form of iron that is gentler on your stomach. So I know when women um, are dealing with morning sickness, they right. they really don't want to take any iron if their levels are low, just because it's so hard on their stomach. Yeah. So it's a much uh, it's a much easier form to take. Um, of course, we always encourage people to get the most nutrients out of their food, but adding in a good quality prenatal multi is important as well. Again, the growing baby takes lots of nutrient stores from us, uh, yes. so it's important to keep good nutrients coming coming in. So I do, I do love that prenatal. Have you used it with people, Joanne? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I have too. It's good. You know, so kind of before we went to break, we were talking about how iron levels are super important. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, Laurel is someone who has worked with many pregnant women. Uh, What have you encouraged them to do with their eating? Because I'm sure you guys have talked about that. You know, what am I supposed to be? What am I supposed to be eating? Uh, What am I supposed to be avoiding. So what are some of the things that you, you did tell them? Sure. Um, one thing is I would make um, three boxes sure. on, on a blank piece of paper and just talk about, um, well, first of all, what did you eat yesterday? Mm-hmm. Kind of 24 mm-hmm. hours, breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks. But then I talk about really focusing on one third healthy fat, Yep. Mm-hmm. one third healthy protein and one third healthy carbs. So uh, again, we've been t- talking about all those those good food groups. Yes, um, and trying to avoid the whites um, mm-hmm. and so like the processed carbs, right, right, right. So stay away from those inner aisles of the grocery store as much as you can, and mm-hmm. go around the outside and get lots of fruits and veggies that have colors. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And and then get your healthy fats and healthy proteins uh, in the dairy section and meat section. Uh, one food I, I really encourage women um, to eat is organic eggs. Yeah. Um, yes. There's right. lots, so many good things. Healthy protein, yep. healthy fat, and it has, if they're organic eggs, they have specifically DHA. That's that brain fat we've yes. been talking about. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's... Especially when you get like those free range organic eggs. I mean, mm. you'll even notice it in the yolk. The yes. yolk is, it's a dark, so much. rich color. Yes, there's there so are much more nutrients right there. in there. Right. Um, and they taste great. Yes. And, and it's very high in that good brain fat. Right. Mm-hmm. And women are always startled when I say, you know, a, a non-organic, non-free range egg essentially has zero DHA mm-hmm. in it. And mm-hmm. if chickens are eating their normal food, it's about 100 milligrams per yeah. egg. So, I mean, if you know anyone who has chickens, uh, (laughs) egg laying chickens in their backyard that you can scoop up some eggs from them, even better, right? But we don't all have that luxury, of course. That's right. Um, Right. But so that's interesting. So it's almost like you were kind of doing kind of a food diary, if you will, asking them to food journal in a sense and seeing what they were eating. And you would kind of like what we say is eat in balance. Mm -hmm. So you were asking them to have good proteins, like meats, eggs, you know, salmon, right? Mm-hmm. Good carbohydrates, you know. And again, we say vegetables are a carbohydrate. So lots of vegetables, yes. vegetables, little bits of fruits, little bits of sweet potatoes. And then, of course, as we were talking about earlier, some healthy fats too, right? Right. Mm-hmm. right. Um, so exactly good proteins, good carbs, uh, yeah. good fats. Wow. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly what we tell people too. That's so good. That is good. So as dietitians and nutritionists, we say the same thing at Nutritional Weight and Wellness as you are doing, Laurel. 
And also, especially telling people to avoid the high fructose corn syrup. Yep. Mm, So that high fructose corn syrup can be hidden in so many foods. Oh, boy. A Mm -hmm. lot of times we think, okay, so I'll give up soda. That's going to get rid of my high fructose corn Mm -hmm. syrup. But we don't realize how much high fructose corn syrup is, is in bread. Yes. Is in canned fruits, is in juice, ketchup. Granola bars, you name it. We encourage our clients and class members at Nutritional Weight and Wellness to be ingredient detectives. So avoid that high fructose corn syrup is so important. Yeah, you have to be looking at the ingredient label. I, where was I? I think I was even, you know, I grabbed, I was, I picked up a jar of like a pickle or something. Um, oh, and I yeah. turned around, turned it around and sure enough, high fructose corn syrup. So yep. even and if something, food dye. yeah, <laughs> yes. And food dyes, even uh-huh. if you, Assume that it wouldn't be a food that would have high fructose corn syrup in it. Right. You, you got to look because otherwise we we really don't know. So um, I like how you said that we have to be ingredient detectives. Right. Um, you know, foods with trans fats um, and also MSG are things to avoid. So being label readers. Uh, so, you know, trans fats and MSG could be anything from um, fast food to chips Yes. To ice cream. Yes. Uh, again, we have to be an ingredient label detective. You know, so trans fats, um, those have mm-hmm. been banned and will eventually be making their way out of our food supply, but they are still there now. So we have yeah, to be it's aware. Be a few more years. Yes. Yep. <laughs> um, so if you're looking at a food label and if you're wondering, does this food have trans fats in it, you look for mm-hmm. the words hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated oils. That would indicate. Even if the front of the package says no trans fats, mm-hmm. um, really what they mean is no trans fats in a serving or right. less than 0.5 uh, grams in a serving. So really right. look for that hydrogenated or partially hydrogenated. That means trans fats are hiding. And why that would be important, trans fats are, um, you know, they're they're inflammatory fats, mm-hmm. right? And we want, when we're developing the baby, we want to yeah. get lots of good fats in for the right. brain and for the development, not the... Not the bad fats, right? Exactly. And and MSG can be tricky, too, because mm-hmm. it comes with so many names. Yes. Um, and it's a chemical added to food to really make food more addictive. You just want more of it. Isn't that too bad? It is. It's, yeah. a, it's a flavor enhancer. Right. And it can be called natural flavors, hydrolyzed vegetable protein, and, of course, monosodium glutinate. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Avoid those things. Um, And then I'm always looking for, is the woman getting enough proteins? Because protein is really important for the growth and development of of that little baby inside you. It's developing their muscle, their skin, their hair, their bones. And that protein is is going to be a very important factor as mom's body starts to develop breast milk for Mm -hmm. her little one. Absolutely. And that breast milk is there and ready to go at 20 weeks. Yeah, isn't that yeah, amazing? That is amazing. That's incredible. Yes. yes. You know, again, where I'm receiving the prenatal care, um, they they asked me to food journal, and I was like, sure, I'll food journal for you. <laughs> Not sure enough. And that, you know, they they just make sure everyone, kind of as you're saying, Laurel, everyone's um, eating real foods and getting enough protein because we need enough protein to to give to that baby to develop the baby. Um, so I thought that was, that was good and it was fun. So, you know, encouraging moms, um, to be eating enough protein is important. You know, generally when I'm working with women, uh, with their, their nutrition and their pregnancy, I'm actually encouraging them to get around four to five ounces of protein at their meals. Uh, and another reason I would think to encourage protein would also be 
generally because the the protein foods and really the animal protein sources they're highest in iron. Mm-hmm. So mom's blood volume is increasing. And 50%. 50%, right? <laughs> yeah. So mom's blood volume is increasing uh, and the baby is going to take from mom's iron stores. So it's really important that she's getting enough. So um, I think it's time, time for, for our last break. Bra- break. But when we get back, we're actually going to talk about another couple other important things that are important um, and good brain fats. Absolutely. Being one of them. Yes. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. My name is Joanne Rideout, and I'm a licensed dietitian working with Nutritional Weight and Wellness. So did you know that we offer a handful of our classes online? Which is really great because some people don't, a lot of people don't live locally. Right. So if you live outside the Twin Cities area or not close to our offices, we've got you covered. So choose from our class, one of them going gluten-free the healthy way or balanced foods for balanced moods. We also have Gut Reaction, Restoring Digestive Health, or Foods to Build Happy Focus Kids. They are each $24.95 to take that class and are really full of the life-changing nutrition information Mm -hmm. that we teach. Absolutely. So go to our website, weightandwellness.com, to find the online classes. And if you have any questions for us today in the studio, give us a call at 651-641-1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, we know we have local Minnesota listeners as well as podcast listeners worldwide who follow the show. Uh, But did you know you can also connect with us through social media? Mm -hmm. So you can actually find us on Facebook or Instagram at Nutritional Weight and Wellness or on Twitter at Nutritional WW. And, you know, we're actually even on YouTube and Pinterest, so we're all over the place. We are. <laughs> so I know a lot of people uh, like to connect on so, uh, social media, so check us out. You know, we're always trying to post recipes uh, or mm-hmm. articles or just some other helpful nutrition tips to keep uh, to keep our listeners mo- motivated. Yes. So I think we have a caller, don't we? We do have a caller. Hi there. Hi, Hi. Beth. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Is it Beth? It is Beth. It is Beth. What, nice to have you. What's your question? Um, well, you know, you were just talking about MSG and natural flavors. So my question is, when you see that natural flavors, do you just about avoid buying the product? Or how do you find out what that natural flavor is? Is there a way to? Yeah, I think that's it's tough because it's really an umbrella term for okay. who knows what. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what you you can always call the company and ask them what that means uh, okay. for the product. Otherwise, generally, I think if you're finding you know, say like a beef broth or like bullion cubes or something like that. If you're finding those at like a Whole Foods um, or a Mm co-op, generally, generally you're hoping those are herbs and spices, but again, you never know. Mm -hmm. Um, So can I ask you a question about a product? Yeah, absolutely. So I have the organic better than bullion uh, chicken base. Sure. It says it's organic. You know, I'm thinking it's great, but the last ingredient is natural flavor. Yeah. So again, the the safest thing you could do is you could call the company and ask, what does that mean? Okay. Um, generally, the other thing is natural flavors. Sometimes it's the uh, manufacturer trying to protect their recipe. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I would I would I would guess that in an organic, um, is it a broth? You said it's a broth base, so you can just put it in to add flavorings to your you know soups or soups mm-hmm. and things like that. I'm. Yeah. I'm, again, you can't be 100% sure, but I'm guessing with a product like that, 
Um, it's going to be more some like herbs and spices or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So can I ask one other question? Sure. And I don't know if I'm going to pronounce it right. Carrageen, is that how you say that? Oh yeah, carrageen, Yep. Yep. Is that I another it. product that they're kind of hiding? Yeah. So it's a uh, it's a preservative. It's an extract from seaweed. Um, okay. And again, if you can avoid it as much as possible, sometimes we see that it can uh, be a little bit inflammatory for people with sensitive digestive tracts. Okay. So okay. again, if you and again, a lot of uh, manufacturers are trying to take it out of their um, their food. So. Okay, I've just seen like products that had it, and now they have they've natural something. They they've put like a little spin on, you know. I've, yeah. Yeah, they'll put in some other my, like almond milk. They. Mm-hmm. It used to be in there, and I don't. Now they have changed their wording on their ingredients. Yeah, they're probably trying to put some other kind of thickener because people are realizing that it's affecting their system. So okay, okay, all right, Love you guys, you're you're wonderful. Great. Well, thank you so much thank for the you. call. You too. Bye bye. Yeah, good question. I mean, you gotta you gotta be aware of those those words, and right. when all if at the end of it, you could just call the manufacturer and say, "What does that mean?" What right. does that word mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so we were talking about proteins before yep. we went to break. And we know protein is very important. But mm-hmm. as we were mentioning earlier, the fat is the very important um, ingredient for hormones and baby development. Yes. So there's a very specific kind of fat that's crucial for developing the brain called DHA. And it's part of the omega-3 fatty acids. It's highly concentrated in the brain and the eyes. And some studies have suggested supplementing with DHA improves developmental outcomes, such as hand-eye coordination and attention span. That's significant. It is. And Laurel, we were talking about that, but you've recommended women get higher DHA amounts in their diet. Right. I I often recommend women change from fish oil to just DHA. Right. Supplements. Yep. Right. And then, uh, and then of course, those foods that are, are high in, in DHA, organic egg yolks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fatty fish like salmon. I've got some of that for lunch. <laughs> Anchovies and tuna. I have women avoid white tuna. Yes. Um, and even more organ meats like liver. So I'm always encouraging them to get those foods from their diet if yeah. possible. Food first. Mm-hmm. Right. And eating those foods rich in DHA is so important. And we encourage women to add in a supplement of either fish oil um, and cod liver oil that are high in DHA or just straight DHA. Mm -hmm. That's important, too. Yeah. And kind of like you were saying, Laurel, personally, during my pregnancy, I've been mostly trying to get a lot of DHA rich foods, but I've also rotated between between taking a really high quality cod liver oil mm-hmm. um, that contains lots of DHA, but it also has some vitamin D and vitamin A in it, which is great. Um, but at other points, I've also just taken just straight DHA. So I've rotated those uh, between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's so important for mom to be to be getting lots of good fats to develop the brain of the baby. Um, so really that it can grow. And what we know from the research, again, is that babies are going to take our nutritional stores during pregnancy, right. especially if we aren't getting enough nutrients from our food. So our brains are 60 to 70 percent fat. And if we aren't getting enough good fats in our diet, our babies are going to actually take from our brain fat um, mm-hmm. so they can develop their brain. So it's really incredible. You know, imagine how our brain is going to feel if it starts to lo- lose a lot of its precious brain fat. Um, and what the research says is it starts to feel more depressed. That's right. So far, we've talked about a lot of important things for pregnancy, like getting in enough fats, 
um, avoiding the foods, the white foods, the MSG, the high fructose corn syrup, and then even making sure men are eating for fertility. Um, so, Laurel, when you're working with women, do you encourage them to take probiotics? I do. I I encourage them to both look at getting those from food like yogurt and mm-hmm. kimchi, whatever their national <laughs> national food sure, sauerkraut. Absolutely. Um, but also probiotics and specifically looking for bifido and acidophilus. Yes. You know, and at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we are big fans of probiotics. Um, but Laurel, why were you encouraging them for moms to be? Well, it's, it's just uh, that very first time the new baby gets um, good bacteria into her system through the delivery. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and so you want to have that really good flora, good good probiotic um, status. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then and we're learning that vaginal deliveries are a really important way. So we're having to do a lot of research now on what do we do with cesarean birth babies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But of course, uh, that good skin to skin with your baby. Skin to skin contact. Oh my goodness. Yes. Uh, you know, baby friendly hospitals like Hennepin are getting so good at keeping those babies together. Yes. Um, and so you get that that good flora and and C-section delivery babies are going right skin to skin in the OR. Yes. But then that good breast milk colostrum. Yeah, and yes. so when babies are get, when mom has lots of good bacteria, she gives it to um, baby and I know um, again breastfeeding delivery is a great way to get the good bacteria. Um, but I know some moms have even taken some powdered bifido and powdered mm-hmm. acidophilus and stuck their finger in there and let the baby suck it off mm-hmm. just to get some good probiotics. Yeah. It reduces right. colic and asthma. So Yes. Allergies. Well, mm. Yeah. We packed that show with a lot of information. We, and we, we could talk a lot We longer. could keep talking. <laughs> this is a great, great topic. So um, everyone, thank you for joining you know, joining the show. Thanks, Joanne. Thanks, Laurel. Yeah, we thanks, have a great Katie. show next week. Six ways to avoid the holiday tent. Life, I love you. All is Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.